The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. feisty today. Yeah, I guess we uh, were to blame. We got everybody worked up and and now they're taking it out on us. Uh, We had, I had an opportunity on uh, Friday to entertain uh, the EPS, Mm -hmm. the Sergeant's Mess, and I'm doing another EPS show tonight. (laughs) Tonight's for uh, medical examiners and homicide detectives. Should be interesting. Uh, But over the years, I've entertained a number of uh, police functions. For whatever reason, police seem to really dig my sense of humor. I'm not really sure why. Um, but I've always enjoyed them as a crowd. But I have had the opportunity in the past um, to speak to um, members of Air One, both on this show and mm-hmm. at shows that I've done. I've flown in Air One. Yeah, as have I. I've done and, ride-alongs. Right. And they've made it very... Uh, they've always told me that once they're up in the air, uh, they'll respond to whatever mm-hmm. calls the cruisers will respond to uh, on a priority basis. Obviously, they're a very unique members of the uh, force, so they're not going to go to an egging of a school uh, ahead of, uh, you know, a major crime. But if they have nothing else going on, and they're listening to the same radio broadcast that other police cruisers are listening to, they will definitely respond to a noisy party call. Ah, and I'm just saying, that's what it sounded like. Maybe there was all sorts of other stuff going going down there, but hey, it was just a noisy party. At one point. Exactly. So, hey, um, a weird story that I guess is over now, um, but it was weird the whole time. Um, It's over now because Boston didn't uh, get past Tampa Bay. But this (laughs) Brad Marchand... What's up with that? keeps licking people. And it's... (laughs) When I first saw the story, I saw it on Twitter. Somebody commented about it. I honestly thought it was a joke. No. And and then it turns out it isn't. And then I looked at video of it. And it's really kind of funny because... Funny, strange, in that the NHL didn't seem to have a rule to cover it. And there used to be a gross misconduct penalty, but that's gone now because the things that you do that are gross misconduct are covered under other Other sections. Yeah. Um, But there's no rule specific to licking the opposition. But it's like I always say to you, well, there's no rule about uh, wearing pants to meetings, but because generally speaking, you don't think you need to make a rule like that. Um, So, I mean, the NHL told him to cut it out. Well, and and rightfully so. It's disgusting. Well, it's just weird, right? Like, I get why he's doing it or did it. Because it's going to throw someone off. Well, it's not a penalty, right? So, so <laughs> and, you know, it'll throw somebody off, right? Like you know, imagine having an argument with somebody, and you lean over and lick their nose. Um, if they, th- it's like mouth and right under. Oh, their I know. Nose. It's just yeah. gross. So if they throw a punch. Uh, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. give the guy who threw the punch the penalty. So I guess that's the idea. Or just to agitate the other team or, or get under their skin or knock them, you know, throw them off their concentration in game. So I suppose, it, and he has a reputation for being the guy that mm-hmm. does that, gets mm-hmm. under the skin of the opposition. But I, I guess, you know what, I don't want to make it too serious a topic except mm-hmm. to say you have to have more respect for your sport than that. I think, as a professional athlete... For yourself and your other athletes, absolutely. Yes, for I, the other people. That I, I really do believe that. And I really do believe that so many young people look up to um, athletes that they should set an example. And it, you can play rough or tough or, uh, you know, you can be... Be the f- one constantly in there niggling yeah. and driving people nuts. You don't need to lick. But the licking thing uh, yeah. is just... How would you like to be known for that? 
Oh, we all have one friend that's known for something. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, and we do, right? There's always that guy that you're kind of like, because if you're a teammate, like, what do you say? Like, I, I don't Big know that body. anyone. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, hey, if, way to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what did you? I licked him. Like, what you did? What? What did you do? Or if you know, if you're a teammate and and. And and the press asks you, what do you think? What do you say to that? It's hard See, to support I'm your teammate. Like if he spit at him, mm. that would have been... Uh, there's a penalty for that. There yeah. is. Yeah. So I think the, the licking and spitting thing should fall in the same category. Well, I, I suppose they should. I think what the NHL did by by communicating with the coach and the player that you can't do this anymore or we're going to take action against you. I think Dad, they're trying to avoid... You need to tell your son to play right. nice. I think they're trying to avoid having to come up with a new rule. Uh, you know, but... The that was just weird. This has been such an exciting playoff that I almost hate for that to be a part of the story. But, yeah, just... Weird. I, well, and again, I go back. I go back to everyone has a friend. Everyone has a friend who ends up doing weird or strange mm-hmm. things, and 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 usually it might have to do, you know, they're at a party or something. I had a friend of mine who liked to to gear down and jump through fire pits. Oh, and wait a um, let's not name any names. No, it's not you. Okay. Um, it was a guy that I used to work with back in uh, in Thunder Bay, Ontario, and he every every time, if there was a fire, he would gear down and he'd want to jump through fire pits. And I kept saying, "You're going to hurt yourself one day. You're going to hurt yourself one day." And then one day, he hurt himself badly. <laughs> he jumped off the top of a shed, rolled through a fire pit, and burned um, some important bits. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, that'll learn. But you always have the one guy. The one guy who's willing to say, come on, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. It's, you know, that's a little even more extreme than licking somebody. But it is funny when you think about your friends and you think about individuals that you've known a long time, right? Mm-hmm. That you've sort of grown accustomed to their little quirks and, <laughs> and and you know, just their habits. And then you want to introduce them to another group oh, of you your friends. Oh, slowly. Yeah. yeah, it's tough, right? I mean, I've got at least two current friends that I can think of right now that I consider to be close friends that I'm fine with them when I'm with them, but I'm always concerned to bring them into a new group um, or, or to introduce them to somebody I do business with or work with because I know... Actually, to be honest with you, no, I won't say it. I was going to name one, but no, I won't. And, and but I'll tell you what the problem is. I, like I've got a friend who just can't stop talking politics, for example, <laughs> and it's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it will come up in any conversation whatsoever. It'll be like, wow, that is a nice fire pit. We're like, well, I'll tell you what. This NDP government's going to be heating our home with wood soon. (laughs) Wood is going to be, well, BC's going to cut us to, you know, like, oh, man, can't you just have a drink and jump over the fire pit? I would rather you did that. And I've got another who, same sort of thing. Maybe this is my pet peeve. Politics at a fire pit. They don't belong. He stays very quiet is very congenial, is a great host and a great guest. But there's some point at which this switch flips, I think maybe around the fifth drink or so, where kaboom. And I don't even mind that it's politics because it's kind of funny. You actually know this guy. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the volume at which he argues the politics where 
people at the pool in Mexico can hear him in the bar. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, settle down. Oh, I know exactly. I had because I had it out with him. I know you did, and he's one of my dearest friends. Had it out with him, and it got to the point where I actually said to him, "I said, okay, you know what? I think we should stop this. I I did the teacher hand move. (laughs) We just stop this conversation right now. Yeah, and um, have it maybe at the start of the day tomorrow (laughs) 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 after some sleep and food." Right, would be good. Yeah, yeah. You, you always have, you always have one. I can, yeah. I, I, well, I can think of a couple of, of times of a group being introduced to uh, another couple, and that other couple not having a clue what to do with the new group. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where it was quite awkward. It was, it was quite awkward to the point. I think they left. You know uh, what I've found awkward in the past? And this is one of the reasons why I don't really jump on the opportunity to go home. And by home, I mean Prince Edward Island. Mm. Because I'll go with comedians who know me mm-hmm. simply from doing comedy or radio or they, they know me in this career, right? And then you go home and you want them to meet your friends mm. and you don't realize that it's oil and water to begin with. You've got Maritimers versus Albertans for the most mm. part. You've got entertainers versus audience. But then you've got their memories of you stopped at grade 12. Yeah. So yeah. they start telling these great mm-hmm. stories about how you used to do. Yeah, uh, you ripped your shorts like, no, while going stop, over the stop. horse and you know like what the hell? I don't even remember what my school hey, man, was. I I have a friend. Mm. I have I have a friend that is notorious for a certain song comes on gears down and starts dancing. Mm. And it's hilarious every Again, time. Again. It's hilarious. We're not talking about me. No. Okay. It's hilarious every time. <laughs> but it's like okay, your your song comes on and next thing you know, you're <laughs> disco dancing. <laughs> Your okay. friends apparently love gearing down, which is a weird. Oh, uh, hmm. John. The, the first guy was his name's Jonathan Wilson. He 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 was. I worked with him in television for a long, long time, and uh, he went into journalism. He actually won the Showcase show, Showdown on The Price Is Right one wow. year. Wow! The guys had just the most bizarre life ever. <laughs> We were talking about all sorts of things. Jeff wants to weigh in on uh, fire pit conversations. Okay. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. What's going on, buddy? Well, I'm wondering if uh, uh, how much of a how much fun this fellow is having if he's listening to you, too. Um, how much fun? What fellow's having? Rather, well, the fellow that you find annoying that mm. is talking politics around a bar uh, a uh, a fire pit. Yeah. Um. What dictates a venue that's appropriate or not, first of all? And secondly, uh, you guys get to dictate the conversation in, in, your, in your talk show every day for five days out of the week. Yeah, there's uh, quite a difference, though, between a talk show <laughs> and the fire on, a, on a talk station and, uh, you know, midnight around a fire pit after everyone's been drinking, though, I think, hey? Depends on how much they've been drinking. I generally tend not to drink. So, okay. you know, there are, there are topics that are important to people. They try to get on to radio. Let me stop you there for a second. Let me stop you there for a second. Because therein lies the problem. See, the person talking politics at midnight or one in the morning um, thinks that it's important important that everyone hear his perspective at that moment. But the people around the fire pit, myself included, don't. So you're, you're flawed there a little bit in your reasoning. Maybe. 
Because what you're uh, you saying know, is it's important for you to topic, get that opinion out. There's always going to be a topic where, where, where people don't want to hear about it because they don't want to hear the person's opinion. And yet, when we're listening, the listening audience listens to a particular topic, and they only get one perspective. CBC's famous for this. Uh, they'll only bring in one perspective. Well, then you the change time. the channel. You yeah. Well... I mean, with us, you know, you talk about us talking about our opinions. We're, our phone lines, yeah, hang on, hang on. Okay. Our phone lines are always open. Anytime you say we say something you don't like, phone in. Like you did, and we put you on. The irritation that I have is that, especially in the CBC's case, is we're paying for it as taxpayers. Well, you need to phone the CBC about that. No, the CBC's going to tell me to go oh. climb a tree. But okay. I, I guess I think what the point we were talking about, what, what Andrew was talking about around around the campfire, yeah, there are times when it's absolutely fine. You want to you bring up the politics, the religion, mm-hmm. the sex talk, whatever it is, there's a time and a place for it. But I, I think you have to realize when that time and that place is. And oftentimes around a campfire come 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock at night, that's maybe not what the crowd is really wanting to hear all right but likewise when it comes to radio talk uh you know the 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 people on youtube who are talking about this there's no outlet for for the other opinion there's no you you had a half hour segment on the gsa issue and a certain slant gets promoted through your opinions, mm. and there really isn't a lot of time for an counter argument. Well, we, we, we took every phone call. Yep. Just like you did. We took every phone call during that half hour that we got. By the time you're finished talking, there's a time factor. Oh, I, I just keep talking because there isn't a call waiting. If there's a call waiting, we'll always go to the call first, as we did just now with you. No, I don't think there's... The, most topics that get spoken to about on talk radio, there's not enough time to hash the issue Ryan out. Jesperson, Ryan Jesperson hours, talked about yeah. the uh, AGM in Red Deer for three hours this morning. Three hours from 9 o'clock till noon. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I can't turn the radio on at that time. Mm, okay. okay, well, you know, blanket statements, Jeff. Right. See, here's the thing, Jeff, not to beat this dead horse, but I'm actually kind of enjoying this call. Um, you can't really compare, getting back to your point about fire pits and radio shows, do, would you agree that it's appropriate to drink around a fire pit? I'm not a drinker. Okay, but is it appropriate for other people to drink around a fire pit? If It's perfectly legal for them to do so, and as long as they're not excessive, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be a problem. Just a yes or no to that one. Is it appropriate for talk show hosts to drink during a uh, an afternoon news show? I've heard of it happening. <laughs> where? where? <laughs> what station? What station is that? <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? The point is they're not the same. What's appropriate at one venue is not appropriate at the other. They're not the same sitting around a fire pit and holding, uh, having a talk show. We're not the same thing. So it's a, it's a apples and oranges. Well, kind I guess of what I'm trying to drive at is there's a reason why people talk politics around a fire pit because they don't have a proper outlet. Uh, otherwise, radio yeah. talk is talk show. Radio talk has 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 basically gone to one end of the perspective uh, of the political spectrum hmm. jeff it's I, not like it was 10 years ago uh, okay okay it certainly hasn't 
and it, it, your arguments countered. I'm sorry, there's no Dave Rutherford around anymore. So what you're saying is, in your opinion, talk radio, and specifically you say Rutherford, so 630 Chad, it doesn't no, align with your values like it used to, is what you're saying. So you're not saying that it's not balanced. You're saying that it's not imbalanced in your direction. I'm saying, I'm saying there isn't a full spectrum being offered. There is part of a spectrum being offered. And you felt, for example, because you mentioned Rutherford, did you feel Rutherford was balanced? I, I think he did a lot. He, he, he's, he's the other side of the spectrum. When you've got He's your side of the spectrum, yeah, but he, That's what he's you're your saying. Side he's your side of the spectrum. But there's nobody there anymore. Uh. It's all center-left. Oh. Okay? Okay, but... That's what it is. It's all center-left. And the two so callers that we had about, on the show this, talk, this afternoon who were about, at the Red Deer Convention, they were on there. Yeah. They gave their perspective, Jeff. And then you guys get to rebut that after he hangs up. Come on. Well, we can't play music. We're a talk show. Oh, but you're... We're look. upsetting you, Jeff, and that's not what we're trying to do. No, you, you're doing a very good well, job. Well, we're not trying. That's okay, but that, that's okay. The point of the matter is, is in the end, the radio talk show host, whoever it is, whatever spectrum it is, part of the spectrum it is, is they get the final say. Yeah. Well, 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 they're the host of the show. Get, they, yeah. they get the preamble. They get all of the things mm -hmm. that they get their entire mm -hmm. thought process out. Mm -hmm. And nobody who calls in gets a chance to rebut that because they have to rebut it in the hole. So let and me ask you this question then, Jeff. There's nobody on the Jeff? other side of the yeah. spectrum that does that. It's all center left. Jeff, did we uh, cut you off today? Did we? Well, yeah, you did on several occasions. I was trying to get my thought out, oh. and... Jay Lynn cuts in like three or four times. Oh, so don't tell me you guys don't cut it, uh, cut cut people out. Well, you well, do. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. End of story. Take All care. Right. Thank you. You too, Jeff. Why? I think that's the guy. No, I shouldn't, because he's <laughs> off the phone. We won't talk about Jeff. Thank you for calling, Jeff. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for, for calling, listening. Jeff. We need to take a break for the three thirty news. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.